Welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join our discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-SWAT. That's 1-844-777-7928. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Well, today is Friday, a free-for-all Friday again to, uh, this week. So if you are interested in joining the conversation, again, please give us a call or send us an email. Doug, what's going on today? Well, did you get a chance to uh, hear Dr. Bridal's uh, interview yesterday? Yeah, I did. Well, it was supposed to be Dr. Merritt. It yeah. turned into Dr. Bridal. And um, I'm, I'm thankful that he was able to join because people didn't have to hear me go on for uh, <laughs> an hour. And they only had to deal with 30 minutes. But I thought he did a great job of explaining um, kind of why you shouldn't get a vaccine if you've had COVID, SARS, you know, COVID one, uh, COVID two, or COVID nineteen, um, SARS uh, and the uh, alpha version, mm-hmm. or whatever. So uh, it, it, we've had several requests uh, to uh, listen to that. People have wanted to know. People have called in, and so if you want to hear it, you can go back. You go to SWATradio.com. And in the search bar, just put in Dr. Bridle, B-R-I-D-L-E, and it should two of them should come up, his original interview and then yesterday. And uh, so hopefully you'll get a chance to hear it. He did a, a great job of explaining that uh, this uh, it's not really a vaccine at all. A vaccine introduces into your body whatever usually the body's tr- – trying to fight off or not you know people aren't able to fight off and it's either a dead virus or it's a reduced virus but this particular technology introduced uh, from the mnrna people anyway technology that gets your body to release the spike protein that was in the original car so uh, cars sars covid19 and so um he, he did a great job. Go back and listen to it. it it's made me even more resolved <laughs> that uh, since our family's had it, we will not be getting the vaccine. And we shouldn't because he says we're four times more likely to uh, suffer bad side effects from mm-hmm. that. And uh, I think that uh, people are starting to recognize, like in England, you know, two days ago. Was it yesterday or the day before yesterday? Uh, it, it was not yesterday. So it was the day before yesterday, uh, the prime minister over there said, we're done. No more masks, no more Vax cards. We're going, we're moving on. Omicron is like a really, really, really bad cold, an upper respiratory thing. And it it signals the end of the pandemic for them. And uh, even in the United States, there was a federal judge, uh, I think that ruled today uh, that uh, the, uh, he blocked the federal government nationally. This this says that nationally, any federal employees do not have to follow the mandate to uh, get the vaccine uh, because that uh, President Biden does not have the authority to do that with a stroke of a pen and without input from Congress. And so he's been pushing these vaccine mandates for a while. 
And there's been a lot of people, even in the midst of what we're hearing now, yesterday, if you heard it, hopefully, if you didn't, go back and listen to it. Um, There's no need for a vaccine because the vaccine can't do anything. That's why you have so many breakthrough cases on um, the Omicron. Dr. Bridal yesterday said Omicron has the most variants of any other, uh, uh, you know, uh, strain of the virus. And you could get 50 booster shots, and it's not going to keep you from getting that one. It, do, it does nothing to help you with that one. So uh, anyway, um, I think that uh, it, it'd be worth you going to listen if you didn't hear that. But I'm just glad that this judge got involved and basically is saying, no, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, do you know when that uh, case is supposed to reach the Supreme Court? Or if they're going to pick it up, I guess. I don't. I don't know. But until they do, that's the law of the land right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that. That that federal court has ruled, um, and so. But the the Biden administration did file an appeal, uh, or it plans to file an appeal uh, to the circuit court, the Fifth Circuit, which is their uh, you know the appeals court out there. Um, but thank goodness for feds for medical freedom. <laughs> they're the ones who filed the case. And uh, they challenged the vaccine mandate for federal contractors. Um, but it's a nationwide injunction, which I think is great. Yeah. What's your feeling on how the Supreme Court's going to handle that case if they pick it up? Because they kind of went one for one. On yeah, the, on I know. they went time. When they did that one, I, I don't think the president has the authority to do it. I, I, don't, I don't see him. I mean, one, clearly right now. There's no significant fatalities related to Omicron, mm. right? So why in the world would you introduce a mandate requiring an experimental drug to go into your body to fight something that's not even – it doesn't do anything for, according to Dr. Bridal, who's, who's been in uh, helping create vaccines for the last 30 years. Yeah, you know, and I – I don't think he has the power to do that either, but uh, we're not living under, you know, people really following the Constitution and whether the Supreme Court, you know, goes that way or not, I guess, is a different question than, than, uh, you know, what the constitutional ramifications of it are. I know they're supposed to be arbiters of the Constitution, but a lot of times we see other things, uh, you know, like political views and stuff get get pushed into their decision making. So that's why I was asking kind of from there. Uh, you, if you thought they would go with it, and, you know, I think there would be a significant, uh, if like you're talking about with the uh, Omicron being not as deadly, there'll be a significant pressure to maybe back off of it. But you know, spirit, it, the spirit of the age doesn't stop for anybody. So, <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. Uh, also in the news is uh, it's I guess the 49th um, March, the annual March for Life, 49 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, marking the anniversary of Roe versus Wade. Um, there was the march here in Jacksonville, too. Oh, there was? Yeah, at 1 o'clock uh, down by the courthouse. Uh, I don't remember exactly who put that on, but, yeah, there was uh, a march uh, there. And then also Stanford Jacks is doing something on uh, Thursday, the 27th, there, uh, how to talk about abortion and the preborn to people like your coworkers and stuff. So if you're interested in that, you can check that out. Well, um, I know that they're up there, and, and people are really hoping that uh, Roe v. Wade would be overturned under this court. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know what they're going to rule. I don't know if they will. I would like to think that they would, but uh, 
Yeah. Some of the rulings have confused me about mm. the justices right now, so I'm not sure who's actually, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. It's just hard. But God's in control, and he could move them to do it, and he may allow them to not do it. Just, I think a lot depends on how he brings discipline or judgment on our country, you know? Yeah, and, you know, the fact that this has been going on for as long as it has and there hasn't been a significant uh, uprising against it, you know, at least local uh, municipalities saying, well, we don't really care what this, the uh, state or the federal level says. We're not doing that here. Um, you know, I think that, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I, I think there's a significant amount of judgment that is would be deserving on uh, the people of this country for what we've done to uh, generations of babies now. Yeah, it's 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 been going on a long time, and so hopefully, uh, ho- hopefully they they will. But uh, I'm so glad you're listening today to us. And again, if you just tuned in and you are have fear about Omicron or trying to decide if you should get the vaccine, if you've been a holdout for this long, or maybe hey, maybe you got the vaccine and you're seeing stuff and it causes you pause. Because there's been over a million entries into the VAERS system uh, about adverse effects of the vaccine, you can go to Dr. Lee Merritt's website, and it's, she's the medical rebel. You can put that in, or Dr. Lee Merritt uh, and dot com. And if you go there, uh, she has a thing on vaccine remorse and what to do, some steps that you can take that would be helpful. And so uh, to do that, to mitigate that, and so uh, she was going to be our guest yesterday, uh, and instead she's going to be our guest in two weeks. <laughs> she called me yesterday. I did find out what happened. Um, somehow or other, when she wrote it down in her calendar, she wrote down 3 p.m. Central Time. Mm. And uh, she was doing something else and didn't see the text, hey, where are you? We're, we're supposed to be on. Uh, so she's going to be on in uh, a couple of weeks, and I'm sure you'll be just as informed with her as you were. But oh, I'm glad we got Bridal on because he's a virologist, and uh, he he talked about something at the end. Did you hear what he said right at the end, the last 20 seconds of the program? Uh, I asked him a question that Alex Berenson oh, mm-hmm. posed, and it's basically if you take the vaccine post-infection, does it uh, affect – your other immunities like everything and he said it does Mm. it changes uh and they're seeing aids related from activities from coronavirus uh in germany they put out a study saying they're seeing vaccine they call it vaccine related uh aids he said there's other um adverse effects related to the vaccine that they're seeing uh the immune system not functioning properly Mm. so and and he explained it well during the program why it was so. Uh, anyway, if if you're one of those people that because of your job, uh, or because maybe it, it just you didn't you didn't want to be uh, you know contaminated with COVID or whatever, you got the vaccine, but now you're wondering what to do. Go to Dr. Merritt's website, drleemerritt.com, and then click on the important COVID information. And when you click on that, you can scroll down to um, the, the link that says what to do for vaccine remorse. And it'll show you some steps to take to help mitigate some of those things. So uh, it's all you get or anything goes kind of Friday. 
So uh, we'd love to hear from you if you got any questions about that or anything we cover about truth this week. All right, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. Say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night, reminding the broken it'll be alright. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That was Mercy Me with Even If. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us, today is Friday, obviously, so it's a free-for-all Friday. We would love to have you uh, call in and join the discussion. You can do that at one 877 swat Again, that's one 7928 Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. You know, some people are asking who Alex Berenson is. Alex Berenson is a guy who has been kind of, he's been talking about the pandemic uh, uh, quite a bit, actually. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, for, for a while, too. Yeah, right? for a while. And he was very active on social uh, media. He wrote a book called Pandemia um, about the coronavirus and our response to it. And uh, he um, he got banned for Twitter, mm-hmm. okay, um, banned from Twitter. And um, one of the quotes that got him banned was he said, if the third shot, the first, which is the first booster, right, produces 20 to 40 times the antibodies of the second, and the decay is 40% a month is what they figured, and that's what the Israeli antibody study figured, then you're back to the second dose baseline in six months, unprotected in under a year. That's not a vaccine. Mm. Every vaccine in the past, I mean, like one, even, you know, like when you get a disease, you that's why you have robust antibodies in there, and he explained it so good yesterday about why 
getting, and that's why the Israelis even said the best guard against future infections is one, you know, you get the disease, the virus, actually the virus, you get the virus and your body will produce antibodies because 99.99% of people are, with the original, we're going to survive. But now with Omicron, it's so minimal. The people that experience any significant um, uh, fatalities that uh, it's because it's an upper respiratory thing. So uh, Berenson is a guy that I, I try to listen to because he's been pretty, pretty right on about it you know yeah and uh he's a he was at one point a reporter for the new york times he's a reporter by trade and so i you know politically it's he's not somebody i think who is well like, i probably uh, even wouldn't align with him politically yeah that's what i'm saying and that's what's important about this it's not like it's just one side saying hey uh there's an issue here but you know he's an example of somebody who across uh both sides of the aisle are saying hey well let's look at this and uh you know there's issues here and he's somebody who's been raising um, issues uh, talking about uh, what we've been done, been doing wrong as public policy, really since almost the beginning, pretty for you know, almost two years now, right? So, yeah, uh, definitely something to check out. I know that he's um, got a Substack. You can see he also was on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast, which uh, you know I don't know if you listen to that, but he, Joe Rogan is a colorful person, so there might be some bad words in that one. Uh, but he also has been on uh, some conservative. Uh, Steve Dace, he's been on there. He's been on uh, Glenn Beck, I think. So yeah. you can find him uh, if you'd like to know more about what he is about. Yeah. Um, he is – He. I, I'll, I just like – I, I go to his sub stack sometimes yeah. because it's just good to read. They When they banned him for Twitter, I think is when he started that. Uh, and I think it's probably a good thing to be banned for twi- from Twitter. <laughs> I mean, that means you're probably telling the truth. And, you know – the whole week for us started off with this idea of truth, that we walk in the truth and we uh, guard the truth or stand in the truth, stay in the truth. We don't deviate from it. And to walk in the truth, you have to know the truth. And, you know, we talked about that from Second um, John. First, second, third John were all written addressing false teaching. Revelation was uh, also. And, you know, I said this. I don't know if I said it yesterday at a Bible study or if I said it on here, but John MacArthur has been one of the few pastors during the pandemic that said, you know what? You're not going to shut us down from meeting. We're the church. You know, we're going to meet and we're going to worship and we're going to encourage one another. And they did. And he caught a lot of grief for that. But in the spiritual realm, out in the, the church world, very few pastors followed suit with him. I mean, they, they, even today, do you know, even today there's churches that haven't met in two years Yeah. because of fear. And, and, you know, according to what Dr. Bridal said yesterday, if people are isolating, they're actually doing more harm to their bodies than they are good. Yep. Dr. Bridal said, because what happens if you get exposed to a, an illness, like a viral load, and your body gets that virus, it fights it, it then locks it into your memory banks for your T-cell, B-cell fighters that fight against uh, uh, infection, and it helps you be more prepared against the next variant of the cold that comes out. But if you're isolated and you skip 
a bunch of variants, then the one that comes down the road can be really bad for you, almost lethal maybe. And so you're not doing yourself any favors to not do that. I mean, you know, I could understand initially when COVID first come out, nobody, it was a biological weapon yeah. and, and people didn't know the best protocols. Can you remember they locked down the beaches? We couldn't go on the beach. The sheriff's office put up signs out there. You can't go on the beach. You couldn't go anywhere. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. It really was when you stop and think about it. Remember all the stores closed down? You were staying in your home. Nobody was going out. But then slowly it started opening up. But still today we see people under the fear. I literally was driving down the road coming here, and I see a guy in his car by himself with an N95 mask on. That is not good for you. Yeah, It's not good to be re-ingesting air that's like breathing carbon dioxide and right? if you're someone who lives in florida it's kind of like it, it, it's you i mean I, I don't know about everyone else but i feel oh you know pretty much back to normal you see some people whatever but me and my family went up to uh north carolina over the extended break and there was we were in boone north carolina there was a mask mandate in that area and it was like businesses had no service uh no mask no service like i got told the you know wasn't allowed to go into places because it was like that strict and i was surprised that at this late stage that that is still uh there's significant uh amounts of the country that are living as if this thing is brand new mm-hmm. i know uh, that like like it just happened last week mm-hmm. it it seems like we've been in this phase forever yeah but it's been two years and i i agree with uh Boris, what's his name? The the London guy, you know, uh, oh, Boris Johnson. Yeah, Johnson. Yeah, Boris Johnson. Thank you, senior <laughs> moment. Um, Boris. Well, it took him long enough to get there. I'll tell you that he was. Uh, it did, but he did get there. Yeah, he's well, there. It's weird in the UK because originally they were going to follow like a Sweden model, which was to kind of um, do what you normally do when uh, a new contagion comes out. But uh, then they saw, I think the um, oh, I can't remember. The Imperial College uh, uh, estimates was said that like millions upon millions of people were going to die, and then they went hardcore lockdown and stayed that way just until uh, you know uh, earlier this week, which is good. Glad that they're doing that. Um, I can't remember the uh, there was another country that said they were removing all of their um, uh, restrictions as well, but then then you got countries like Austria saying just instituting. Uh, or the same week, just instituting, hey, yeah, we're going to do vaccine passports. So it's 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 weird. It's uh, to see which side is going to end up winning out, and I think it's going to break down on you know, depending on the mood of the people in certain countries or in our context, certain states. Yeah. Well, listen, if you're out there listening today and you've heard us talk this week about walking in the truth, staying in the truth, warning against false teachers, uh, talking about COVID. The truth about that stuff, uh, truth is truth. Truth is not subjective. You know, and one of the things, Taylor, I've heard uh, from a lot of people is, well, there's lots of different opinions. And, you know, I asked Dr. Bridal after the program yesterday, why is it that all these doctors uh, are telling people that they should get the vaccine if they've had COVID, if it's not a good thing. And he said, well, unfortunately, politics got involved 
And the governing bodies like the NIH and the CDC um, have gone back and forth so many times. But the, a lot of the stuff coming down was push the vaccine, push the vaccine. we got to protect the vulnerable. And so people who are typically good doctors in their field are depending on other people because typically heart surgeons aren't that up on epidemiology. Mm. Heart surgeons aren't up on, I mean, they know about infections from their general medical training, but most people are not sitting there studying. There's too many, they specialize, Mm -hmm. you know, and so they're just taking guidance from other people. And so all these people are saying, well, all my doctor said this and my doctor said that when you hear a guy who helped develop vaccines, who's done it for 30 years say that, and you can hear from his answers yesterday, uh, that he's very credible and he explained it in such a good way. I mean, like easy to understand. It wasn't just technical stuff. And these kind of people are being suppressed. You know, he told me yesterday he's had death threats because he went on Fox news and told the truth. Not surprising, yeah. He's had death threats. And he said, I just want to get back to where I can do my research and do what I was created to do. Mm. You know, he's a person of faith. So I would ask if you're listening out there, pray for Dr. Bridal. Pray for him. He he was so gracious to come on here and speak truth. And, um, and you know, if you're listening today and you want to call in, we got about a half hour left. We'd love to hear from you, whether you're in Virginia, Mississippi, Florida, Georgia. It doesn't matter if you're listening out west. If you want to call in about uh, with questions um, or comments about anything we've been talking about this week, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and you can do that at one 844 Again, that's one 844 Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Before we go, we'd like to let you know um, that we want to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Ace Door and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to our sponsor, Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug. Doug, D-O-U-G, at SWATradio.com. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the news. Radio, that is Brother by Need to Breathe. If you are just joining us, today is Friday, having a uh, recap of the week, a free-for-all Friday. If you would like to call and join the discussion, you can do so at 1-844-777-SWAT. That's 1-844-777-7928. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. SWATradio.com. Mm-hmm. You say that nice. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, 
listen, uh, a big shout out to all the people that have been praying for, um, for a Brad, mm. um, because, uh, Brad's grandson, actually, uh, Graham is doing well. Um, and, uh, he still has some more surgeries, but he's doing well. And, uh, thank you all for praying for him and, uh, his family. And, uh, they will, uh, I think they're headed back or about to be headed back here and, uh, he'll be recovering and then he'll have some more surgery. So, uh, anyway, um, glad that, uh, glad that the doctors did a good job out there yeah. and, uh, just keep them in your prayers, uh, as they're, as they're headed back here and we'll still be going through that. I remember when Rachel, our daughter had her heart mm. transplant and even the, the years prior, she had all these different heart surgeries. There's, there's a lot of areas for ministry there mm. uh, that you can minister to people. And so uh, my prayer, and you can join in praying for this too, is that they will uh, be witnesses of God's glory and power and faith uh, as they do that. So, um, yeah, just thank you all for praying for little Graham Sykes. Yeah, and uh, keep, keep praying because, as you said, there's uh, more surgeries to come, but we're uh, praising God that... The first one was successful. Um, we do have someone on the line, Chase from St. Augustine. Chase, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Doing how well. You what's, hey. on, what's on your mind? Well, I uh, have uh, been listening. I guess I just caught the last segment of what you were saying there. And uh, me and my wife are Christians, and we've gotten the vaccine and the booster, and we seem to be doing well. And I uh, listen to Dr. Fauci and Dr. Scott Gottlieb mainly because he's from my hometown, which is Connecticut. And uh, they're saying that uh, as long as you have the vaccine and booster, you may get the COVID, but it uh, it, it won't uh, cause you to be hospitalized and symptoms may be mild. Now, without the vaccine, then you're sort of at its, uh, at its own mercy or that's the right way to put it. Or Well, how many people with the vaccine have died from COVID? Do you know? Uh, I hadn't gotten too much feedback. I know uh, General Colin Powell did, and he had some underlying conditions. Yeah. How many people in general have had underlying conditions and died from COVID? Do you know how many comorbidities most people who've died from COVID have? No, really not too familiar with that. Well, on, av- on average, on, that, yeah. on average, do most... I have to worry about, do I have to worry about anything? Happening to me and my oh. wife after we got vaccinated and boosted. I mean, uh, presidents have like Obama and President Clinton. And well, they, well, uh, here here's the thing the that uh, they seem to still be standing well. Well, Chase, uh, Doctor Bridal uh, mm-hmm. did research on the spike protein mRNA technology. Okay, he okay. said we made a mistake. And he explained it very clearly yesterday what what some of the issues were. And I don't know if you had a chance to listen. I would encourage you not only to listen to yesterday's program, but go back to the first time he was on. Because he, he explains it. And, and you know, he he's a guy who actually did research to help contribute to making what you call a vaccine. He doesn't even call it a vaccine because it's... It's not. A vaccine is something that you put in your body that triggers an immune response from your body. What the okay. what the mRNA technology does is it puts something into your body 
that tells your body to make a spike protein in the cell at the cell level. Okay, mm-hmm. that's not a vaccine. That that is that is something they're putting in. Now they call it the government calls it a vaccine and he said, you know, but it's not a vaccine and he acknowledged on the program yesterday we made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And he said and, and but he also talked about how you can mitigate that and the, and things that you can do. And I shared uh, a place you could go, Dr. Lee he- Merritt's, Dr. Lee Merritt's mm-hmm. website to, to mm-hmm. get some of the things to mitigate. Just because something hasn't been affected where you notice it now doesn't mean it mm-hmm. might not. And so my, uh, my concern and one of the reasons that I want to talk about it and get the information out there is because mm-hmm. I personally know people that have been affected. Uh, there's been pericarditis, myocarditis. There's been people who've had Bell's palsy. There's been people who've uh-huh. stroked. There's been people who've had heart issues. And there's been over a million reported adverse effects because of this, quote, vaccine that, it, that in the past there have been like 40,000 a year. And now there have been a million. And so that that's something that I think we need to, and, and the information is being suppressed about that million adverse reactions. It's being downplayed. None of these authorities, Dr. Fauci, none of these other people are even really giving attention to those things. And, you know, you like you said, you, you've got the vaccine, your wife got the vaccine. I, we're not trying yeah, to cause... We need to worry is my, is my main question, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't... I don't want to cause. I don't think there's a need to to cause fear. You know. No, I, no, no. I'm not trying to cause fear, but I but I do believe, and I and the reason I give you Dr. Merritt's website is because if if you go to her website and you look at it where it talks about vaccine remorse, she gives some mitigating things that you can use or some supplements that can help you. Things that you can take. You can get them locally. You don't have to you know go through her. You can get them anywhere. But she gives some things well, that can be helpful. Well, they've talked about ivermectin and a couple other. Uh, I, th- I think she's probably talking other things I heard of. Yeah, for uh, for horses and no, 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 not like no, that, no, really I, not recommended. Oh no, 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 ivermectin is used for horses, but it's been used in people for a long time. Yeah, there's different. There's there's some used on animals, and what happened is right. because people couldn't get it, their doctors wouldn't prescribe it. They were going to get animal ivermectin and trying to right. use that. Okay, that but 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 that that doesn't make the ivermectin that people use. Do you know they give and, Tylenol yeah, to animals? Yeah, in uh, Mexico and in India, they're giving away treatment packs to people with ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and uh, yeah, Z-packs. hydroxychloroquine. Yep, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. So they're but giving the hydroxychloroquine. You can't get. You can't get locally here from a doctor, would you? Uh, well, do you know of any doctors locally? Well, yes, are? Uh, there, there, there's are. I've recommended a couple actually on here. Uh, you can get it. Uh, some of them won't give it, but uh, there are some that will do it. Uh, if you hold on just a second, I can. Uh, I got to go back uh, through my uh, my. Uh, and you know, I would just say, don't. I wouldn't want. You're you're a Christian, right? Yes. Yeah, so um, I think you you got the vaccine, and God is able to keep you whole and healthy, um, regardless of if you got it or not. 
Um, I think what we're trying to do is let people know that there are significant risk factors in getting the vaccine. But at the end of the day, uh, neither of us are doctors. So that's something that uh, you're going to have to make a decision on by yourself. But in, yeah, thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, we are not yeah. doctors by any stretch of in, the imagination. In general, what's good for you, regardless of if you've gotten the vaccine or not, I would say is to have a healthy lifestyle, um, be up on your vitamin D and on your zinc, um, things like that. These are just vitamins. Um, and, you know, God's yeah, given well, we've us. We've been taking a product called Airborne pretty faithfully. We, okay. we try to take that every day if we can since the pandemic has been. And that's done us pretty well. It's just that they were ranting and raving about this vaccine if you didn't get it and you got COVID mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. you would pretty much end up in the hospital or to that so now they say with getting the vaccine your symptoms won't be as bad and you won't end up on the ventilator yeah and i think now that- you're you're telling me that that may be a that may be a little false because we have had some breakthrough infections yeah yeah and i think that the data um would suggest that the vaccines have not been anywhere near as effective as they were uh, claimed to be uh, in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, as far as mm-hmm. vaccine and, and their side effects, um, I know that a vast majority of things happen within that first month, and I don't know about long term. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I don't want you to feel uh, fearful, but yeah, check out uh, Dr. Lee Merritt and what she has about uh, different things you can take and see if maybe what you're taking already is kind of fulfilling uh, the functions that she mm-hmm. talks about and, and just uh, go out and uh, God didn't give us a spirit mm-hmm. of fear, right? So um, that is correct. Yeah. Did you did you hear the program yesterday, Chase? Uh, I missed it a little bit because I'm at work. I try to squeeze you guys in while I'm here and try to be faithful to my job. No, mm-hmm. no, but, you uh, should, and he, you should absolutely do yeah, that. Yeah. But if you you can listen, if you go to SWATradio.com, you can go back uh-huh. and just put in Bridle B R I D L E and and listen. Uh-huh. To Dr. Bridal and how he talks about it, uh, Uttar Pradesh, which I is a, uh, Uttar Pradesh, is a big state over in India, and basically yeah. they they are pretty much COVID free because they've used hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. I mean that was that they used it over there, and you can't hardly get that stuff well, I, here. The, the reason they weren't letting uh, Djokovic in is because Australia is fully vaccinated. Yes. So can you give me some feedback on that? Uh, they, uh, there was some stuff that came out about that. They did not want him in uh, the country because he would. Uh, they they were afraid he was going to entice uh, anti-vaccine sentiments. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people who, whether they're vaccinated or not, in Australia are, um, you know, out and demonstrating against their strict measures and, and the vaccine passports that they have uh, there. So they have an issue on that. And so that's kind of what happened with him. Um, I think you, you might see that happen again in France uh, with the French Open. Yeah, my because, wife is from France, and they hmm. said they weren't going to let him participate in the uh, tennis tournament there either. Hey, Chase, listen, but, hey, do you, do you have a pen handy? Why, certainly. All right, listen. I want to give you Dr. Neal's name, Dr. William Neal's, N-I-E-L-D-S. Dr. William Neal's is Headwaters Health, and he is one of the few doctors in town that will prescribe ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. So I, um, I just wanted to give you that. His, I heard you say Headwaters. Yeah, Headwaters Health. His number is 904 290-6028 but you can go to American Frontline Doctors online too they will also do it 
Thank you for calling in, and thanks for listening to SWAT Radio, Chase. God bless you guys. Praying for you. All right, thank you. We will be back with more after the break, so stick with us. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. David Crowder. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, today is Friday, Free For All Friday. We'd love to have you call in and join the discussion. So you can do that at 1-844-777-SWAT. Again, that's 1-844-777-7928. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Hey, uh, again, I want to pick up on what Taylor said that, um, you know, we... um, we're, we're nobody's saying, you know, I, I have a lot of friends that had the vax, you know, people in the family that got the vax. And, and one thing that Dr. Uh, Merritt, who is a doctor, said, and uh, this is just her take, and Brian Bridal, too, Dr. Bridal, who's the researcher, uh, said, if you get the vax, the booster does no good for you. You can take 50 boosters, he said yesterday, and it's not going to do anything to help you with COVID SARS. I mean, Wait, yeah, with um, um, Omicron. 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 He Be- said, because it's an upper respiratory thing, it's not going to limit your viral load. It's just, I, I, I don't know why they're pushing this thing. So, I, I mean, mean, I do, <laughs> but I, don't, I mean, I, I don't have any, like, I can't present you any rationale medically while they're pushing it. Yeah, and, and um, I, I would agree with that. And I think that there are so many people who have uh, not broken through, maybe doctors and, and well, well-respected people who maybe haven't broken into um, mainstream, you know, uh, uh, regular corporate news. And so a lot of people have just heard one side of the argument, you know, either from uh, Dr. Fauci or Scott Gottlieb um, or what have you, but there is a whole uh, a whole host of other people who – are very well respected, Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. Peter McCullough, um, people that we've had on here who 
are looking at the data and saying, hold on, let's not say this thing is 100%, 95% effective. There's some things going on here. There's some issues that we need to talk about. And instead of saying, okay, well, let's have that conversation, it's been, no, shut it down, cancel these people, kick them off Twitter so that their voice uh, is uh, not broadcast as far. And that's something I think that should cause everyone to question. It's just a real shame that there have been a whole host of people who have been told one uh, narrative and because of that have decided to uh, make a – a health decision without having all of uh, the facts uh, laid out to them, which is, uh, I think that's supposed to be something that's integral in having medical, giving your consent medically right before an operation. And so, or before uh, any sort of medical procedure. And so that is really criminal. And then talking about some of the other things uh, that go on with uh, the origins of the virus and stuff like that. This is something that's really despicable and, Unfortunately, there's a whole host of people who really haven't heard a lot about it, which is weird for me because, you know, since the beginning, I've been uh, blessed to be able to find some real good uh, information. uh, Well, and unfortunately, it's like a lot of stuff. If you're told something over and over and over and over again, this is why it's really important your source for information. If If you have a people, if you listen regularly to anybody and you keep hearing oh we got that wrong but you know what there was this or that okay you probably need to check your source and say i don't really want want to listen to you anymore it's not that people don't make mistakes but in this day and age with politically motivated speech and politically motivated uh, motives it's really important to make sure especially as it relates to your health and and those kind of things that you you have good sources of information. That's why Doctor Merritt, I, I've referred to her a lot. I've known her for a long time, and uh, everything that she has said to me about COVID, the vaccines, and all that stuff, has proved true. And yeah. and we've had her on uh, several times, and and she's she's proved true. So I just want to bring that out. Hey, I want to let you know about an opportunity coming up on the 28th and 29th in St. Augustine. There's a uh, conference down there, and the conference is it's called the Salt and Light, More Salt, More Light, Church in an Age of Opportunity. It's going to be down at Anastasia Church on the 28th and 29th. It's presented by the Center for Missions and Evangelism, Mid-America Reform Seminary. You can still register if you go to mid, midamerica.edu uh, backslash CME backslash conference, if you can't remember that, just put Salt and Light Conference in St. Augustine, January 28th. Uh, you can go to the website and register. And it's thir- uh, $25 to go. It's an in-person event. It's not going to be live stream. They've got, uh, I think, uh, eight speakers that are from Reform Seminary that will be sharing uh, about being salt and light during this age that we're living in right now. More Salt, More Light is the name of the conference. And what they're trying to do is encourage church leaders and lay people to think biblically about missions uh, and the identity of church in this age of distraction with everything Mm -hmm. going on. So that's coming up the 28th, 29th at Anastasia Church. And uh, just, again, you can go to the Mid-America Reform Seminary and go to conferences 
and and see more about that and still register for it. So I want to get that out there before we break for the week. Yeah, that's important that they're doing that. I mean, um, I think, you know, kind of what we're seeing with the pandemic uh, on a number of fronts, the church is needed. One, um, just we, well, as we were talking about information and where you get for information, how you um, filter information, things like that. If you don't have a robust biblical worldview, mm-hmm. um, you're going to be susceptible to uh, a lot of deceit and, and things like that. And that doesn't mean that, you know, you that you're always going to get it right or anything like that. But if you have that as your foundation, it's much harder to be led astray with nonsense uh, for one and for two uh the church has really really dropped the ball big time during this whole pandemic i mean i listened you to you think yeah i heard a guy uh you know well, preacher clips i know i've talked about it before had a guy on talking about uh going to church is idolatry can be idolatry in the age of a pandemic and oh you know what everyone in the the church could die which is completely different then the church has the look look of the church, the outlook of the church, excuse me, for the past forever, right? I mean, you talk about Martin Luther saying when the bubonic plague busted out, like if you're a pastor, you got to stay there unless you can find someone else to fulfill your duties. You look at uh, Rome and why Christianity became a predominant religion in Rome is the Christians were the only ones who were willing to look after the poor and the needy during plagues. And they were the only one who had any sort of infrastructure to meet those needs. And because of that, there was a lot of people who uh, came to the faith. And yet we're going to say, oh, well, you know, uh, a couple people could could die and acting like this thing is, you know, Captain Trips when it's not. It's just a really it's really sad because there was a great opportunity for the church to stand up and rise up and be uh, a beacon of hope for people in, in a really dark time. And instead, we went kind of right along with the craziness. Yeah, we've gone along, and you got people saying stuff like, you, you talk about people make uh, I, or accused of idolatry with the church. People are, I've actually heard in the last year and a half, people accusing people who love the Bible of making the Bible an idol. Mm-hmm. God's Word. Like, when I read the Bible, I rever the Word, but I realized that the word is what God wanted me to have, and and I treasure it, but it's his word. The reason I treasure it is not because of the words it says. It's because of who it came from. Yeah. You know, that, isn't that crazy? Next, they'll be telling you that you're making Jesus an idol, right? Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> that people say that. But isn't that crazy? Listen, you need to know the word of God. God sends out his word. And it is important for us to know his word. Um, when you don't know his word, it, it leads you to be deceived. Mm-hmm. This whole thing this week has been truth. And what did Satan say back in the Garden of Eden? Is it, really yeah, is it true? Did God yeah. really say? Well, how do you know? You know what God said. How, but you know what? How do you know what God's word says about homosexuality unless you know his word? And you know what? You, you talk... We talked earlier about the Catholic Church and, mm-hmm. and how everything was in Latin, and so the uh, the common person had to go through the priest to understand uh, the gospel and how bad that was. I think we're in a danger, if, especially if we don't know the word and haven't written it in our heart already. There's going to be, and there already are, translations that are coming out that uh, are messing with, twisting uh, what the actual meaning of the text is. And if you don't already have a robust understanding or know which uh, 
you know, uh, translations to check out. You could be led astray in that way as well. So it, it's uh, something that we definitely need to take seriously and be uh, diligent in, in our reading and make sure we're doing it every day and, again, letting God write that on our, on our hearts. Yeah, I, I just think the whole, um, when you think about God's word and you, you think about how important it is, has it really been that important in your life? You know, as we go into the weekend, what is it that you are doing? You know, I, I love Psalm 138 when it says, you know, I give you thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart before God's, the gods I sing your praise. I bow down towards your holy temple. I give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. For you have exalted above all things your name and your word. Now think about that. I you have exalted above all things your name and your word. So if God has exalted his word on the same level as his name, why don't we spend time studying it, reading it, meditating? In fact, we're commanded over and over in Deuteronomy six, meditate. Joshua one, meditate day and night. Know the word. So go out this weekend, spend time in his word, chew on it. That's what it means to meditate. Chew on it like a cow chewing cud. Meditate on it. Let his word be the lens through which you see the world in which we live. All right, that's a great way to end the week. That is all the time we have for this week. You've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio. You can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have a great weekend. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spiritual